0: Uh, I guess we'll have to eat this boring oatmeal.
1: It's a trap! Wow, Admiral, Akbar. Whoa, Admiral Akbar. Akbar! Wow, Admiral, Admiral Akbar cereal. cereal! Colorful marshmallows! crab meat! Your tongues can't repel flavor
0: of that magnitude.
1: There's a prize in every box! Admiral Akbar cereal, now with brine shrimp.
2: gives a Jedi his power.
0: It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. Welcome to The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and with me as always are my co-host, Andrew and Lauren. Hello there. This is episode 102, Um, and in this episode, Andrew is going to continue his um, Jedi Fallen Order slash Jedi Survivor recap. We are starting Jedi Survivor this week, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But. But. (laughs) Butts. Okay before we do any of that we did a thing i was so happy we finally saw indiana jones in the dial of destiny and i know this isn't star wars related but i'm really excited about it And i just want to talk about it so here we go we're going to talk about it now it's okay not
1: like we haven't talked about it every fucking week leading up to it so but we didn't see it now we
0: saw it <laughs> um i was so happy that it was better than kingdom of the crystal skulls like mm-hmm. by leaps and bounds uh, I didn't think I would like seeing Indiana Jones as a cranky old man, but I did. It gave me hope for my future.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to be a cranky ass old man. You?
1: I won't say what I was about to
0: say. Uh huh. Okay.
1: I want to get paid still, so.
0: Yeah. Checks are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think of the movie?
2: I liked it. Yeah. I was a little worried because I hadn't heard much positive stuff about it
1: same i hadn't heard jack shit about it
0: that's where i was i hadn't heard positive or negative you heard negative
2: a few not nothing specific just kind of poor reviews okay
0: okay that makes sense
1: um i liked it i do have to laugh at a comment that you and mom made in the car and didn't think of it at all but i was the only one that found it funny whatsoever can we spoil things
0: it's been out uh, it's been out for a while yeah I it's think coming out on Disney knows. Plus soon isn't it I probably yeah. So spoilers. Yeah, a spoiler spoiler hey, alert if spoil- you haven't if seen you it um, skip ahead put your head under the couch like, for four minutes
1: like two two minutes maybe four is probably better um, <laughs> so this whole thing The Dial of Destiny it's about like time travel yeah. basically like Indy goes back in time and yeah. blah 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 whatever briefly briefly it, we're in the car we just saw the movie we're driving home Mom and dad are talking about it in the front. Andrew and I are kind of sleepy, tired in the back. And dad goes, yeah, I guess I'm just happy because this was a lot more believable than the aliens thing. And it, I was like, let's hold on a second. It,
0: I know that what I said was a bit outrageous, I, but I still hold true to it. It was more believable than the aliens taking off somewhere in... I don't. Was that South America? Peru. Or Peru? Peru. Yeah. I.
1: I thought it was so fucking funny because in the back seat I just go. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and literally that week is when the government came out and was like look at all these alien pictures and the u.s went yeah we've been knew that but all right
0: yeah tell Um, us about time travel so it
1: was so funny for you to be like yeah time travel was more believable i was like this is happening right now i guess
0: it was just done better
1: that's i think that's what you meant to say
0: yeah I could have done without the time travel, but it worked in yeah. the story for me.
1: I think it was, they ended it really well. Yeah. Because there was an inkling where I was like, if he fucking stays in this timeline, I swear to God, they're about to ruin another Indiana uh, Jones. And then she just socks him in the face. I was like, we're good. we're fine. Yeah, we're okay. We're okay. That was good. <laughs> he woke
0: up in his socks. were hanging on the line. Yeah. The opening scene with him. Uh, well, not the opening scene. Um, where you meet him well, old. Where, Yeah. The first yeah. time we see him as... "Quote unquote present day Indy, the nineteen sixties, I believe, um, where he's in like a tank top and his underwear.
1: I was uncomfortable. <sighs> Were you uncomfortable?
0: Um, I was. Yes and no. I did not like seeing Harrison Ford like that, but it's happening to all of us.
1: I guess I it's was just happening. like, oh, I'm not allowed to see Indiana Jones like that. <laughs> it's coming. It's Ooh. coming
0: for all of us. Um, and I say, I say, run to it. Like, don't don't try to fight it. Uh, you know, we're all going to get old, hopefully. Um, embrace it. Embrace it. Roll with it. And when I say roll with it, yes, Harrison Ford is almost always high. And that's not even a joke.
1: That's not a joke?
0: <laughs> that's not a joke, no. He loves him some reefer. Really? People still say reefer. No. No. They don't. Ganja? No. no. The no. bud? No. The devil's lettuce. No. <laughs> Snoop Dogg Salad? I don't know. But the actual opening scene of the movie, like the first half an hour, is a prologue. And you're not kidding. They obviously did some de-aging. What were your thoughts on that?
2: I thought it looked really good.
1: Um, at times, yes. There were definitely some instances where Indy was running or did a really quick turnaround movement that you were kind of like uh,
0: <laughs> that was hinky yeah um
1: but other than that i think it looked way better than i think the first time i've come across de-aging was rogue one like major de-aging when they brought out leia
0: that wasn't so much de-aging because they didn't use carrie fisher they just tried to create her face digitally yeah. so it, it's the same but different i yeah. guess Yeah,
1: comparing it to that and comparing it to like same thing with like luke and mandalorian yeah. like it looks way better than that yeah but there were some parts where i was like oh don't run too quick like oh your face can't catch up don't
0: <laughs> it was good enough for me yeah. that i would watch an entire if they did a, a series of indiana jones i i would be i'd be all in okay i'd be all in i just love me some indiana jones you're going to have to buy Harrison a lot of weed for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I don't know where my reaper guy is anymore. Oh, my God. i am got to find my devil's lettuce dealer. Jesus. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, Anything else about Indiana Jones before we move on on our Star Wars podcast? I highly recommend mm, no. it. Yeah. I think it tied the series up well. You could pretty much forget about uh, Dial of Destiny, but then there are some things that they bring back in this one that made me sad a little. Um.
1: Is it when they killed Shia LaBeouf?
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't see it, but they talk about it. And it's honestly, whether you meet him as an old man in that very first scene, you see the flag folded up on a shelf next to his picture. So if you were paying attention i dead. did not catch that yeah
1: see i caught the flag i didn't catch the picture yeah. okay. and in my head i was like when was Indy in the war and then i just kind of bypassed it a little bit yeah
0: well they don't give you those flags when you're just in the war yeah i know that's why i <laughs> was like it's not a going buddies. away present <laughs> congrats been. yeah Here it could have been for someone he knew yeah. yeah
1: i was like i don't i don't know um yeah it was good
0: okay um it's good we can wrap that up there i just i i'm so happy we got to see yeah. it in theaters.
1: Uh, thanks for listening. Just remember, play with your toys. Wait a minute. You said random. Um wrap up.
0: No. Oh, okay. No. Golly. All right. Uh, before we go to break, there's not any news still. The strikes are still happening, guys. Ahsoka's about to, to hit here in a few days. Um, so there's not much to talk about there. But I understand, Lauren, you have a what's <gasps> up with that guy for us. Yeah. Okay, then let's roll right right into your what's up with that guy for this episode. Okay.
1: A little bit of backstory, okay? (laughs) Do you guys ever do this thing where you start to research something or you go on YouTube and then you go down a rabbit hole?
0: Every day of my life.
1: Okay. And then you end up, it's like you go down a rabbit hole and then you wake up and it's like midnight and you don't know what year it is and you're like seven Wikipedia pages past where you should be and you just like don't know how you got here. Okay. Okay.
0: Yes, and I'm late for work.
1: So, yep. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, uh, we talked about the Sith Temple in Rebels. Yeah. And I asked if the voice of the Sith Temple holocron presence yeah, whatever that was. Yeah. was Asajj Ventress because it sounded like her. Um, that's because it was voiced by the same person, which is Nika Fuderman. Oh. Um, but she is the voice of Asajj Ventress from the Clone Wars movie and not from the TV series. weird um so it's not canon but it kind of led me down the like female sith rabbit hole (laughs) okay especially since (laughs) we're getting that scary ass female child um for ahsoka (laughs) i will not let this go she's scary as shit so anyway an
2: orphan apparently and she's an
1: orphan time travel time (laughs) Time travel world between worlds (laughs) um so our t- that's that's how I found our what's up with that that guy. So our topic this week is Craya. So Craya There's is a company
0: that makes crayons. That's Crayola. Oh,
2: but right, good try. Okay. Right. Do you say like crayon or crayon, real quick? Crayon. I say crayon. I say crayon too. Yeah. Crayon. People say it's weird though. Yeah. Yeah. Know, people I make fun of for me for that. Yeah. I get shit
0: for
1: it. I have friends that will legit like crayon. Yeah. No. How do you say milk?
0: Within with my mouth. Say say milk. <laughs> milk. Okay. Milk. Okay. All right. Why? I also
1: know people that say milk. With an E? Yeah,
0: milk. Oh, no. Ugh. They're probably devil worshippers. Probably. Anyway, uh, that's or not orphans.
1: The, that's not the point of this. That's not the point. Of, back on track. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, I don't like it when people give me shit for how I say crayons. <laughs> so,
2: that was not what I meant. I like, derailed us. Sorry.
0: No, it just bothers me. Like, don't worry about how I say it. Just let me eat them. <laughs>
1: what? Nothing. Did you guys know? I'm about to out you. Dad ate Play-Doh when he was a kid. That's
0: Tell the whole story.
1: I don't, I don't know the whole story. the whole
0: story. Dad was asked not to come back to Sunday school because he <laughs> wouldn't stop eating Play-Doh as a kid.
1: So that crayon joke probably isn't a joke. Mm. <laughs> Did you? mm?
0: Mm. (laughs) Don't yuck my yum. (laughs) (laughs) play-doh is salty. Stop. Not kidding.
1: Did you make foods out of it and then eat it, or did you just eat it? No. Well, where's the fun in that?
0: I just wanted to taste. He was hungry. (laughs) We were poor.
1: No, that's not (laughs) okay. Where are we? Um,
0: Uh,
1: What? Okay, so doing
0: Darth Sith Craya. Yeah, 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 yeah. No,
1: Craya. Oh, Craya. She's also known as Darth Treya. Hey, yo. Why? I don't know. Could you imagine coming up with a Sith name and I was like, how do I... mm, uh, Darth Boren. That's pretty... That's (laughs) what that feels like. Darth Bed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow. You didn't go that far. Anyway. um, Kreya comes from our favorite video game of 2004, Knights of the Old Republic 2 the Sith Lords. So, Kreia was a force-sensitive human female. Uh, she was actually exiled for, our, for her unconventional ways of teaching Padawans, um, one of which actually founded a new Sith Empire. Oh, shit. So, her ways were... Not not great if you're making siths um <laughs> look everybody i'm making siths <laughs> making Sith. she was she was that factory that we talked about back in <laughs> back in clone wars um after being exiled she opened her mind up to the dark side wow i can't type it says pawn malachor it was on malachor she oh. was on malachor um and that's when her darth treya kind of began
0: okay um Stupid Malachor.
1: A stupid Malachor. Um, so while her Padawan renounced his Sith ways and helped dismantle the empire he built, Treya decided to create her own.
0: What is the timeline? Do we know? Like when when in 4, Star Wars history? 4,000
1: years before. Um, this is a weird timeline to go off of because I don't pay attention to BBYs, but um, 4,000 years before Django is killed? jango fett is killed
2: what (laughs) it'll come up listen
1: listen it'll come up later okay
0: um oddly specific yeah
1: i know i'll get there um where was i so treya decided (laughs) 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 what the fuck is happening um treya decided to create her own empire um she had her own sith apprentices Mm -hmm. yes you heard me
0: more than plural one. so is this before the ruler two where or, or was she yes. a rule breaker yeah
1: no it's before the ruler two okay um it, darth i hope i'm saying this right darth nihilus darth Nih- nihilus nihilus yeah. and darth scion probably um but both revolted against her
0: well scion was electric okay um and he was silent anytime under like five miles an hour i don't get it are you
1: fucking it? kidding me right now he's talking about a car uh
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm really fucked up because i'm actually talking about a prius not a scion
1: yeah i need to go to bed okay well we're not there yet and i'm still on the first fucking paragraph Continue. of this i'm
0: not holding you up yes you
1: are oh, yeah, I am. okay um so they both revolted against her uh wanting to become the ultimate sith leader uh she watched as they led a well the first jedi purge oh ever um treya became too what no treya came to realize neither the sith nor the jedi deserved to win the war that they were in Uh um okay very uh dooku of her before he was even a thought Mm. um she came to hate the force believing it caused all of life's problems and she renounced her sith title reverting back to just Kreya. all right yeah so she became uh darth and then she was like oh i don't like it and then she went back because you can do that apparently um as a lone wolf force user crea found another jedi exile her name was surik surik was exiled due to count due to the council finding the death of the force within her what yeah i
0: don't know she got kicked out she got kicked because out. The force died within her.
1: um They got she got kicked out because the council found that she was basically going to be the death of the force.
0: Oh, oh, like, oh I see. What she, I thought she, they found out like the force had died in no, her. No, no,
1: no, no, no. They were like, oh, sh- oh, no, she's back. Get her out.
0: So you just kick her out? Don't yeah. Want to kill her? No, nope, they just
1: kicked her out. Um, well, that was dumb. Yeah, I know. So Kreia wanted to rid the universe of the force and took Surik on as her student. Okay. Uh, Kraya and Cirque traveled to find the remainders of the Jedi Council that her past Padawan had purged already. Um, they found the three remaining that were... <gasps> the three that exiled Kraya to. Oh
0: my oh, god. What a coincidence. Wow.
1: Uh, Kraya revealed her identity to them, thus serving, severing their bond to the Force. They were too attached and died without it. Oh. So... We didn't play this video game because no one fucking cares, um, but I got all this from Wikipedia. Yeah, and this is where it starts to get a little weird. Oh,
0: this is where it gets weird. Yeah, huh?
1: um, we jump around timelines a little bit, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> Kreia ends up back on Malachor.
0: Stupid Malachor. Okay,
1: and again names herself Darth Treya. Uh,
0: shit! So had she a went second back. Second chances. And...
1: Yep, she went back. Okay. <laughs> Um, she lived in the treas Corps oh, on Malachor okay. in the treas Academy. Oh, God. She really liked that name. Um, her Padawan, Suric, we'll call her, she was a student, ended up killing her. Oops. So somehow, between them working together, Suric was like, You're a bad lady, even though they had been killing people the whole time. Um, Serg finally came to terms with the force and her destiny okay. and basically changed her path and rather than being the death of the force she embraced it and fixed herself a little bit, which is what the Jedi should have done instead of just kicking her out but you know it's whatever.
0: Self-help people. You yeah can't preach it enough.
1: It's fine. Um, so she saw how evil Treya was and her plan to end the force entirely and she just killed her and that was it. That was the end of the game. That was the that was the end of Darth Treya. Um, what game was this? Our favorite 2004 video game, <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. Okay,
0: I did not play this game. These games are... Hard. Well, yeah, they can be. Hard. It's um, it's RPG. You, you might actually do well in these kind of games. I do not, Andrew. Um, super popular games. Mm-hmm. Like people love these games. yeah, I, yeah it missed me.
1: I tried to play the first one we had it for like the original Xbox yeah. and I got stuck in like the second level in a market. I just couldn't I didn't know where to go in the market, but it was so like older that there were no guides online. So I when <laughs> I couldn't like I couldn't get out. Like people just weren't uh, talking about geez. the game. So I was like, I guess I'm here forever. Um
0: sound like me.
1: Yeah. So overall manipulative kind of I want to say badass female Sith. She was so bipolar. She was so like I'm with the Force and then she was like fuck the Force, but then she was like, you know what? Force is kind of cool. I can be dark. No, fuck the Force again. I'm going to go back. So like she she's was like bipolar? Uh, a little bit, I would assume. Maybe. Um so she kind of reminds me I I think A lot of what we've seen in the trailer for Ahsoka of this little little blonde female Sith child. Sure. Um, (laughs) I really think the main bad guy obviously Thrawn is going to be this older dude like maybe her teacher.
0: You think Thrawn will?
1: Yeah. Um, And I, I would hope that I kinda have this inkling that her storyline is gonna be some sort of like redemption arc for her because she's just too angry for her own good. Something happened <coughs> and it gives me very Darth Treya vibes. Interesting. But um I did find some cool facts along the way. Fast sure. facts. So she used as Kreia okay. She used a double bladed green lightsaber.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Cool, right? But then only used a single blooded single bladed red saber as Darth Treya. Okay. Okay. I don't know why she had to get rid of one of them, but then, but then, I'm not done. Oh god! In her final battle, she used three purple lightsabers.
0: Oh. Well, have one in her mouth. Well,
1: she was, and I quote, "very skilled at telekinetic saber combat."
0: So she would just have one. So we see this a bit in, in um, Fallen order. in Jedi Survivor. Is it in Fallen Order too? Yeah, I think you said so. it
1: was because that one lady got her arm chopped <gasps> off. Oh, well, that's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ninth sister is that. Who yeah, that was yeah. Okay.
1: Um, she also knew breath control, so this made her immune to poisonous gases because she was just really good at holding her breath. And we saw a little bit of this in Phantom Menace, okay. with the uh, what is it, the dioxys, yeah.
0: dioxys gas. So we that would saw have come in handy earlier tonight. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um okay jesus where the fuck was i oh, damn it again this is the third fucking time um okay you ready are you ready for that mace windu's shit oh yeah, yeah. okay
0: why why we were so specific in our time yes
1: yeah. um so the article mentions that her skill in or she's skilled in perceiving shatter points yeah okay. oh
0: okay now i know okay. where we're going
1: so, this is basically Jedi's way of saying you can see the future, but only little snippets. Right.
0: You can see when things are about to break bad, basically.
1: Right. So, so like, when Cal can see Force Echoes and learn from them, she just sees them, but she can't do anything about it. Um, she apparently foresaw the death of Jango Fett by Mace Windu 4,000 years before it happened.
0: And she's probably like... I don't know who anybody is. Right. right.
1: She's like, that bitch stole my purple lightsaber and then was like, oh my <laughs> God, he lost his head. And that was it. Um, So the rabbit holes that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It always leads back to what you were looking up beforehand. Yeah. So I found Darth Traya by trying to find out who the voice was <laughs> in Rebels. Yes. Correct. There is speculation among the Rebels fans that the Sith holocron voice is darth treya because she died on malachor the holocron was found on malachor and she was known for her wisdom interesting so there's a lot of subreddits on it you can look it up but a lot of people think this voice is darth treya
0: Huh.
1: yeah um
0: that's pretty cool i like that
1: if you look up i found this website called casting call club which is basically people that are looking for voice actors. Um, There's a user on there named Darth Vigorous. He is actually wanting to create a YouTube short series called The Sith Holocron Files, which focuses on Ezra learning from Darth Treya through the holocron.
0: Okay.
1: So, yeah. I like that. Everything leads back to one another, and that's what's up with that guy.
0: There you go. Darth Treya. Or Craya. (laughs) Crayola. delicious
1: very out there what's up with that guy i mean
0: that's what it's for yeah that's what it's for it's designed to introduce people to characters that they normally wouldn't know anything about okay um that was cool thank you for that let's take a little break and when we come back andrew's going to kick off the jedi survivor recap series (gasps) stick around I feel safe
1: here. Thanks to Lando Calrissian. Welcome to Cloud City. From Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back Collection, action figures R2-D2, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, each sold separately.
2: And here's action figures Boba Fett, Darth Vader and IG-88.
1: They
0: can't escape us. I'll get the bounty. No, boss, I will. You've got your mission, man. Now, move out.
1: IG-88, Boss, Lando Calrissian and other action figures each sold separately. From Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back Collection, from Kenner.
0: What's that smell? Smell? What smell? You could eat off this ship. Uh, but don't. I'm trying to keep it clean. I smell it too. Are you kidding me? Uh, I must be Cal. Always tracking things in and showing up with weird droids. And those outfits of his. Uh, I'm not even sure he cleans them. Uh, the ponchos alone. We should burn them. You know? You're right. We should. Wow. This escalated quickly. Okay, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the break. I know I did. Um, I had Chipotle today. Yeah, you did. It's always a good day when I have Chipotle. Is
1: it's... it? Is it for the family? I don't know. That's it's up to not. It's
0: up to you I don't think that has anything to do with Chipotle, okay? It does. Leave my gastrointestinal problems out of this. Okay, let's kick off Andrew's coverage of Jedi Survivor. Now, uh little note. I'm glad we waited this long to do it because i was able to finish the game and when i say i i mean we i couldn't get through there were a couple boss fights i got through not all of them and i and i i get so frustrated with games like this because i don't know if, if it's uh something that's coming on to me in my old age or whatever but when i get frustrated i just turn into a button masher and no, that never works. You have to go into these fights with kind of a, um, a skill set and a, and a bit of strategy. And that all goes out the window for me. So there were a few times I called Andrew and said, hey, I can't, I can't get through this part.
1: It gave me time to finish Fallen Order.
2: Did you? No. Okay. I'm mean, still in the arena. I lied. <laughs> I I'm like, a liar. Wait,
1: did no. you? I quit and I played Red Dead too.
0: Oh, uh, That's good.
2: Yeah. I'm about
0: to restart Days Gone, as you can see right here on the table. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew... um, kick us up. this we'll we decided we're going to do this in three four or five parts we don't really know it doesn't matter um we'll take as much time as we need to take so andrew yes. please take it away with your coverage of jedi survivor
1: let me live vicariously through you
2: spoiler alert
0: Uh oh oh yeah i guess so yeah, yeah i guess we should say that for some people who haven't
2: in case you haven't bothered to play the game or yet. listen to our coverage <clears throat> or beaten the first game somehow Somehow.
1: Okay. Somehow. Really? <clears throat>
2: Jedi Survivor starts out with a quick little flashback to the events of the first game, just to catch you up in case you haven't seen it or haven't played the first one. So there is like the main story, um, but there's also a lot of like side missions okay. and stuff. I'll talk about those as we introduce them.
1: Okay. We didn't have a lot of those in the first one. There game, right? really weren't any. Okay. Yeah.
2: There's one specific side mission i'll talk about uh this game takes place roughly five years after the end of the first one. Oh,
0: which puts it where
2: nine years before the battle of yavin
0: <clears throat> okay
2: start off cal is handcuffed on an imperial la AT patrol transport surrounded by armored csf guards with black and yellow coloring you said a lot of letters <laughs> yes they appear to be of, a, of their own bounty hunting group aiding the Empire. In the background, Cal can see what used to be the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Oh. Mm-hmm. They descend into the lower levels of the planet. as looking more and more like it's controlled by a dictatorship. Shops are being forced to shut down and residences are being vacated to make way for Imperial needs. The ship lands in Cala's, escorted through the streets littered with imperial propaganda and hollow recordings of the Coruscant senator, Daho Sajin. I forgot how to say his name, but that's probably it. Yeah, <laughs> I am thinking think gonna fight you 30, on that 50, one. uh 50 uh, He's a Yuudapawan, much like the Grand Inquisitor, mm-hmm. but much cooler looking than the one in Kenobi. <laughs>
1: Why'd you have to flame him like that? Because they did him wrong. What do you mean? He's,
2: Kenobi one has a fat head. He does.
0: They look so much cooler, so yeah. much creepier if they're done right.
1: Fat head? Are we thinking of the same?
2: Yeah. The tall,
1: skinny, pale, <coughs> yeah. sharp teeth men. Yeah. What do you mean fat
0: head? In Kenobi, the guy had a fat head. You need to apologize. No. No. They <laughs> no. need to apologize.
2: Uh, where was I?
0: The fat Fat head. The fat Cal Cal's pushed around
2: the streets, uh, past military checkpoints, until arriving at a meeting point with Senator Sajin himself. The CSF officer carries a case with Cal's lightsaber and gives it to Sajin. The senator begins monologuing to Cal, (laughs) attempting to get him to turn over his Jedi friends. In the background, BD-1 is seen placing a device on the senator's ship, as Cal stands up to face a senator and breaks free from his cuffs, he grabs a saber using the force and begins taking out stormtroopers. Uh-oh. Also, one detail I like about this game <laughs> over the first is that human enemies and droids can actually be dismembered.
0: Yeah, you can knock limbs off. Yeah, oh, and sometimes
2: decapitate them. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. God. It's awesome.
1: But not like. Is it one of those games where you can do that, but no blood?
2: Yeah, because yeah.
0: it's a lightsaber; it cauterizes the wound immediately. Because I'm a nerd. Sure. Except for in A New Hope. Yeah. I don't I
2: know. It's a lot more realistic than like the slash marks. Yeah. yeah. That would just pop mm-hmm. up.
0: There are some of those
2: too.
1: Yeah, that does bother me. Because <clears throat> you know I'm like currently playing it, and I have sure, it this whole time. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But like, if I if I stab a guy, like, it's not just a, it's a scritch. You know what I mean? Scritch Scritch on the armor. Like, your armor should be melted.
2: <laughs> you should be busted by now. Right. Cal takes out a bunch of troopers until Sajin tries to fly away on his space yacht. BD <laughs> yeah, activates the device from earlier and EMPs the ship, causing it to crash into the platform Cal is standing on. Oh,
0: good job. Yeah, it's pretty
2: cool. Cal climbs through the streets and back alleys following the floating ship before reaching a ledge with a stormtrooper aiming down at him. The CSF sergeant walks up behind the trooper and blasts him before removing his helmet. A human man named Bode Acuna wonders what has been taking Cal so long and we we learn that the CSF guards are working with Cal. Bode and Cal approach a balcony where they see the yacht crash onto a factory. Boat is equipped with a jetpack and flies up to a crane to give Cal a path over to it. It's real handy. Uh another aspect of this game I like is that Cal can utilize companions in combat mm-hmm. by having them target an enemy for like a special attack.
1: Oh, so this is, we've seen this now. That's gonna be an outlaw's too.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhat. Cal and bode have to take a longer route as a bridge is under construction. And in a pile of rubble, Cal finds an ascension cable, which he begins to modify. Bode tells Cal that he has a daughter named Kata, and that the Empire killed her mother. Bode seems to be the new guy to the group, learning about Cal's adventures, even mentioning the AT-AT on Kashyyyk. Mm.
1: He wasn't there. I
0: know, but he's talking about he it. He was talking
2: about He, he heard about out, it. He wasn't yeah. there. Oh. <laughs>
1: You weren't even there, man. You weren't even there, Bo Tuna, or whatever your name is. <laughs> Bo Tuna. <laughs> I was <clears throat> close.
2: Cal finishes with his cable and is now able to use it as a grappling hook to reach new heights. Oh. Literally. <laughs> <And> literally. <laughs> Cal and Bo meet up with the rest of the crew outside of the yacht. There's Bravo, Gabs, and twin Clatunians named Koob and Liz.
1: They're pretty cool. I'm never going to take that name seriously.
2: Klaatuinians. Coob, and Liz. The crew brings down the yacht and BD slices the door open and they enter to find Seijin in his office. Cal mind tricks Seijin into giving him access to his terminal and they find evidence that the Empire has not stopped growing despite their efforts. They proceed to take the Senator as hostage and upon leaving his ship, the crew is fired upon by missiles. Oh my god. <laughs> Once recovered, uh, they're surrounded by Imperial LAAT patrol ships, and Se- Seijin begins to leave his captors. Before getting more than a few steps ahead of Cal, Senator Seijin is impaled by an Inquisitor's lightsaber thrown from the end of the yacht.
1: Oh, Okay
2: the saber flies back to its owner to reveal the ninth sister is still alive
0: you big bitch
1: wait okay ninth sister she's
2: the big one the big on, missing hand yeah.
1: yeah. Oh.
2: her right hand now replaced with a red mechanical one
1: red Ugh, yeah. that's
2: tacky that's like I think her creep, foot yeah. is also
1: that is
0: tacky <clears throat> she... and she also had a motorized butt
1: make uh... it like leopard print or something <laughs> go funky what is wrong with you
2: she orders her men to fire upon the terrorists. The what? T- they might be The terrorists. <laughs> the terrorists.
1: <laughs> I thought you were trying to say terrorists, like like a porch but not, and I was like, what? No, no.
0: She hates this terrorist.
1: <laughs> I was like, is he trying to say terrorist or terrorist?
2: <laughs> I kind of slurred that. <laughs> uh, like
0: I did orphans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next week.
0: <laughs> we keep time traveling. I don't know where
2: I am. The twin Klaatuinians rush the enraged Inquisitor but are quickly killed.
1: Can I pause? Yeah. What are Clat?
2: It doesn't matter. They're dead.
0: They're like uh, original but... trilogy aliens.
1: Okay. I needed to know up. the species.
2: Like, Jesus. Mad in, like Jabba's palace. Yeah, You'd see them those. there. Okay. They're also
0: pretty prevalent in like the Mandalorian season. You'll see them every once in a while.
1: Okay. Got it. Continue. They're dead?
0: they did
2: uh gabs is shot dead no. pushing Cal into cover he's then blasted off the side of the ship okay. by a crashing laAT yeah. as he's heading back to the mantis Bode crashes the yacht into troopers facing Cal Cal mm-hmm. grapples onto one of the laATs using the force to make the pilot crash and landing himself in yet another conveniently sized boss arena <laughs> where the ninth sister arrives. <laughs>
1: I really love these conveniently-sized boss
2: arenas. Yeah. They're everywhere.
0: Right away, you're like, well, this is happening. I know. I stepped into Target
1: last week, and then music started (laughs) playing, and I was like, I just Uh, need shampoo. Boss
0: fight right here in the shampoo aisle. (laughs)
2: Uh, The ninth sister can sense Cal's guilt and uses it to predict some of his moves. What a
1: jerk. Guilt for?
2: Uh, He's guilty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not- He
2: feels guilty. Yeah. To break her focus, Cal splits his saber in half and begins fighting dual wield stance.
1: Oh, shit. That would, yeah, I'd be not focused anymore. Pretty effective. Yeah.
2: After lowering her health bar enough.
1: Stop <laughs> it.
2: Cal is able to slash across her chest and then attempts to convince her to stand down by calling out her Jedi name, Masana Tide.
0: I like that. I thought um, that was neat. That was moon a nice touch. Masana Tide, got it.
1: That's okay. how I remember the names. You know, like Tuna. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's his name. Oh, Tuna. However, she is too far gone to the dark side and rushes Cal, who sidesteps and decapitates her to set her free.
1: Oh, no, you can't replace that. Well, we'll see in the next game, won't
2: we? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Cal meets up with Bravo and Bode and intends to escape to send their intel to Saw Gerrera. The remaining crew fights back to their ships, Cal takes the Mantis, while Bode and Bravo each take a Z ninety-five fighter.
0: Headhunters, yeah.
1: Z ninety-five. It's
2: like the precursor to the X-wing. The
0: X-wing only the wing is fixed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Before leaving, Cal gives Bode a locator beacon in case their escape gets dicey.
0: Here, Tuna, have this.
2: Seconds after entering a maintenance shaft to the surface, it gets dicey. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> already dicey
2: in the chaos bravo is killed and bode takes an alternate route to draw away some tie fighters from cal okay. the mantis escapes into hyperspace and cal takes a look at a picture of his now dead crew yeah pretty much
1: he takes a picture he, he was
2: looking a a look at a picture
1: oh.
0: he took a picture of all the okay dead bodies. i was <laughs> yeah i was so confused <laughs> sorry well, that- Funny because it takes a look I, at a picture. I have a, I have a comment about dead bodies and the ship there close to the end of the game. There I know.
2: BD plays a hollow video of Grease, Seer, Cal, and Marin from another adventure or they recovered an ancient Jedi text. While Cal reminisces, BD shows that the mantis is damaged and they plan to go to the Kobo system to have Grease fix the ship. Once at Kobo, the ship begins to fail and Cal crash lands. (laughs)
1: What is with this? Dear God. It's all
0: very coincidental.
2: (laughs) Cal exits the ship to head towards Greasy Money's Cantina.
1: Greasy Money? Yeah. He he says that in game. Yeah.
2: Kobo is home to many different environments, unlike many Star Wars planets that are just one big biome.
0: (laughs) Stop. Uh, He's not wrong. (laughs) Fields,
2: caves, jungles, and scattered remnants of mining posts. Yeah,
0: there's like desert area, there's all kinds of stuff. Okay.
2: Also on Kobo is a Lucre Hulk class core ship from the Clone Wars.
0: Yes. The big ball.
2: The big, huge ball ship from Geonosis. From
0: Geonosis, yeah.
2: On his way to the cantina, Cal encounters B-1 battle droids under the command of a group called the Bedlam Raiders. Cal discovers that the raiders have been killing anyone who gets in their way. Oh! Across some mining facilities are roller droids intended to go into caves and blast open new paths. Now they will lock onto and follow a target before self-destructing next to it. (laughs) They're kind of frustrating. They're like creepers. It's like a
0: ball, like a mine. And if you get too close, it it locks onto you, and it'll follow you. And if you let it get too close, it arms itself, and it'll explode. So you can use them, like you can grab them with the force and push them over to somebody, or you can use them to break apart environment. But a lot of times they just blow me up.
1: I like how you specified me. Like, they
0: didn't do that to Andrew. Probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Cal eventually arrives at a cliff face where he can see a not-so-distant town when he is approached <laughs> what
1: it just the fun. not so distant brother
2: uh, when he's approached by several friendly bogglings these are the fox things yeah.
1: that oh the fox are. things yeah
2: you can pet them
1: <gasps> you know? wow
2: a woman also approaches Cal and introduces herself as mosey she runs the stables in town and <laughs>
1: of course she does <laughs> <laughs>
2: And tells Cow to meet Doma Dendra in town. Yeah,
1: Doug Dimadome? Doug
2: Dimadome, owner of the Dimsdale no. The stables are for a creature named Neko. Neko. They look like, I don't know how to say that. Is it, if it's Chocobo or Chocobos from the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I don't. They,
0: they're like a it's, two-legged feathery horsey.
2: It's basically if Big Bird had Two. T-Rex arms. <laughs>
0: Big if okay, and you could ride him. Yeah, if
2: he like leaned forward, you
1: could ride Big Bird. Don't. Oh God, Big Bird with T-Rex. Okay, yeah, Got they it.
2: they come in many different colors.
0: Okay. That they do.
2: Cal enters the town, wondering if Grease knows where the rest of his old crew is.
1: Oh, Wheezy
0: baby,
2: Greasy money. <laughs> As he is about to enter the cantina, the door opens and a five-foot-tall frog is tossed from the premises
0: hate this character. This
2: is the worst character.
1: Okay, you said five foot tall, and I said what? Like, that was super tall. Like, I'm not already five five and they like, shorter than me, but it's, it's a frog, frog. Yeah. so that's it upsetting. It is a frog.
2: Uh, a bedlam raider equipped with a jetpack follows him out and begins shocking the frogman with a staff.
0: I say let it happen.
2: Yeah. Whoa,
0: Knowing what's what your know deal now, with the frog You'll learn.
2: Cattle tries to step Chew in. Out before a large being exits the cantina. Oh,
1: uh, was it Toad? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wearing heavy armor and over two meters tall, this giant towers over Cal. Okay. Apparently the frogman sold the giant named Ravis a fake key of some sort. Oh. Cal finally steps in to defeat the jetpack raider as Ravis orders him to remind Cal why his, why his kind are supposed to be dead. Oh. After Cal defeats the raider, Ravis laughs in delight at seeing a Jedi in action after so long. Cal allows him to leave peacefully while the frogman named Turgle no. yep. returns with Doma, the mayor of the town.
0: Turd burglar.
2: Turd burglar.
0: <laughs> and Mayor Doma.
2: Doma's... Major Doma. <laughs> Doma's species right. Mojo is... Mojo Jojo. <laughs> God damn it. Her species is a Waluna. Yeah,
1: yeah. Waluna.
2: A very odd and large being. She's okay. blue with long head tails like Ahsoka. Like but, oh, but yeah, not. Sort of. But more like uh Sakura. Like, It's like, like- Yeah.
1: Um,
2: she has four legs.
1: Oh no, I'm out.
2: And I don't know how she fits into most buildings.
1: Or,
0: <laughs> or pants.
2: Or pants. Wait. She wears sandals, too. So does
1: she, <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> does she ride the horses? No, because, like, two no. Legs no on each too side? big. She'd too have to big. ride
0: two horses at <laughs> two once. Horses more than or that. Or maybe three. Okay.
2: Uh, anyway, Cal enters the cantina and is greeted by a robot bartender named Monk.
0: Another character I couldn't stand. I Monk? liked him. Yeah. Why? I didn't like him. There were a few here I didn't like.
2: And Grease. Greasy baby. Greasy money is missing one of his forearms. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Do they, did that happen that, in the first game?
2: There's a book that takes place between the games, <gasps> oh, and apparently it's God. explained there, but I didn't read so it. So
1: they're trying to make you read? I can't yeah, they, read.
2: They,
0: I forgot about the book. I'm not going to read it.
2: Uh, it was bionically replaced, though, like yes. the ninth sister. Yes. But it's like silver.
0: He also has an automated butt.
2: No, what? none of them have, have that.
1: No, they don't. They don't have to have one. Well, oh, damn it.
2: <laughs> uh, Where's Gre- Wheezy Baby? Greece took over the bar after the previous owner was shot by the Raiders. Well, also, sorry. the bar is completely empty aside from one or two other patrons.
1: Wait, hold on. Okay. Hold, wait hold on
2: uh, hold let me let me describe the bar more yeah there's also a dirty aquarium behind the bar
1: i didn't care for that <laughs> <laughs> um okay. okay
2: go ahead that has so, to smell like
0: horse hiccups <laughs> there's no way that <laughs> smells good
1: on. ask brian i don't know um so grease is uh-huh. the yeah. pilot yes. yes okay
2: he's the little guy with forearms yeah. and right. beard
1: so constantly on the run from the empire yet he operates the bar
0: i think this system's kind of
2: it's kind of out of the way and also he himself isn't really that wanted yeah it's mostly cal right
1: got it he's just the uber driver and he
0: took over this bar after the owner was killed but he also it wasn't like he just stole it or whatever he did pay for it because later you find out seer gave him the money to buy it got
1: it Okay, so back to the dirty fish tank. Yeah.
0: No, uh, we're done with that. Oh, sorry. For now, for now, anyway.
2: for now, the dirt it stays dirty. Yeah.
1: Is that where they mix the drinks? No,
0: mm. no, it's kind of behind you.
1: Where's the flavor?
2: Uh, <laughs> we learn from Grease that Marin is off on her own adventure, exploring is the Marin galaxy. The She's, She's the witch. got
0: it. Thank I, you. I didn't care for her in the first game. Really like her. I never game. met her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Lauren <laughs> I'm not there yet. And I will never be there.
2: Uh, Uh, Oh, and Seer, after giving Grease money to start the cantina, is busying herself somewhere with a special project.
0: Yes.
1: Oh. Yeah. Weed?
0: No. No. We already (laughs) talked about this. I don't know where to buy weed.
1: (laughs) It hurts.
2: (laughs) Grease agrees to fix the Ah. mantis and shows Cal down to a room made for him in the basement.
1: Ooh! they gave him the Harry Potter room?
2: Cal takes a nap in his bed and wakes <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> that sentence didn't belong anywhere. I didn't <laughs> like it. No, he,
2: he wakes up to find Grease in his face again. He tries to talk Cal into settling down and backing down from the fight with the Empire. Grease then shows Cal an old smuggler's tunnel to find spare parts. Okay. Further in the tunnels, Cal is attacked by camouflaging bugs. <laughs> they're like a mix between a cicada and a centipede. No, yeah. thank you. But they're the size of a lawnmower.
0: <laughs> what kinda of... right. random? That was... Size of a lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. Not a riding mower. A push no. mower. Yeah. Yep. Um, I hate those bugs. Shaped like it too. Because they sometimes you'll be like walking through a tunnel and they'll just pop up out of the environment like, oh ha-ha. And they're easy to kill, but sometimes they'll get that first hit in and it's like, God damn it. I need to heal, and I need those heals for when I have to call Andrew in for a boss fight.
1: It reminds me of um the... How do you pronounce them? The chorus of the charis in Skyrim that just pop up from the...
2: I think it's chorus. The
1: chorus. There's bugs like that in Skyrim. Damn it. And if you find them early enough, they're like centipedes. Like, they crawl around like that, but then they'll go into, like, a cocoon, and they'll pop out with wings. No. And they, like... Yeah. Yeah. They're like
2: big mosquitoes. They're like then. really
1: oh, big God. mosquitoes with stingers and pinchers, and they <laughs> like they're awful because you'll be walking through a cage and then or a cave and they're just like, ha.
0: That's what these are. Yeah. yeah. They also have murder chickens in this game. What? We'll get to it.
2: Cal finds the part he needs, but BD takes a bad step and the ground beneath them collapses.
0: BD, the one that
1: weighs like a pound, yeah. takes a okay, <laughs> got yeah, it. He's really heavy. Cool at one, uh, one pound oh can I ask a control yeah question so when you start the game do you still have everything that you learned yep. in the first game
2: mm, you have everything
0: I mean there are still skills you to get learn more though, stuff but. right yeah but so you're not about,
2: you're not helpless but
1: like BD also levels up in the first game so do you have everything that BD already okay cool because that would be annoying for you to learn like splicing with and
0: with the... The... oh splicing yeah like yeah. splicing
1: and then the electricity currents that bd does but it would be annoying uh, if the second game if they were like bd don't know electricity no more
0: uh no but same thing bd has more things to learn okay there are good. more things he can learn to splice that's fun that kind of stuff yeah i like the skills they added to bd in this one okay good
2: they fall for a minute before seeing ancient architecture in the caves It reminds Cal of old Jedi chambers. The construction of and technology within the structure is very high-tech and almost seems futuristic compared to the modern galaxy.
1: How convenient for that smuggler's cave,
0: (laughs) (laughs) right? Wow.
2: While exploring, Cal finds an ancient protocol-type droid stuck underneath some rubble. It's clutching. A similar item to what Turgle tried to sell the raiders earlier. Cal is grabbing the key and sees a vision from the droid's perspective. Yeah. The droid approaches Master Centauri Kree and is about to have its memory wiped. The droid recalls its name, ZNA4, and asks how it can serve the order. Kree then tests the droid's wipe by asking it how to travel through the Kobo Abyss. Within the Kobo system... Is an anomaly known as the abyss. It's like a wormhole that seemingly destroys everything that enters it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, good.
2: Also, it looks really cool, and you can see it from the surface of the planet. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, back to the vision. Z tells Cree. Z tells Cree that the Republic has <laughs> yeah. ordered an evacuation. Cree gives Z the key.
1: <laughs> and Wheezy, baby. <laughs>
2: Uh, the key's called a tuner, and then the moon blows a up. Tuner? No. A tuner. Oh, a tuner.
1: tuner. Uh,
2: and then the moon blows up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cree
2: tells Z. God damn it. To head to safety <laughs> and hide the key. No. <laughs> she says that the key to Tantalor is in that array, and if you do not hurry, it'll be lost forever. Well, okay. As Cal returns to the present, Z wakes up. Z is a droid from the High Republic era, yep. several hundred years old. Oh. As Cal frees Z from the rubble, it notices that he is not a Jedi, that he is a Jedi. Sorry, oh, I was so confused. And comments on him not wearing the proper robes.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Z tells Cal that Tantalor is a planet hidden within the abyss that is home to a Jedi temple. Oh. Z activates the tuner. The tumor,
1: the tumor, uh, uh, (laughs) oh no, the tuner,
2: and opens an elevator that takes them straight to the surface. Together, they step out of a golden cube directly across from the cantina. Inside, Cal reunites with Bode. Z gives the tuner to Cal and asks (laughs) that he activate the forest array as her master had wanted. Bode takes Grease out to fix the mantis while Monk repairs and catches up Z on the state of the galaxy.
1: Monk is the bartender droid. Yeah,
2: Monk is the bartender droid. Okay. Before leaving, if you talk to Z, you find out that all the structures in the Kobo system were designed or invented by Master Kree. She was the lead scientist of her time, and at any point in the game, you can stop by Grease's cantina and talk to anyone there. On his way to the forest array, Cal comes across a... Wait, where am I? <laughs> okay. Cal comes across a blue particle that floats in a small fog-like appearance <laughs> okay. entering the blue stuff will suffocate cal almost immediately
0: yeah. oh i thought they were bugs at first i thought they were like a bunch of flies or whatever
2: he's just inhaling them
0: yeah the, i was like oh, that's creepy and then you find out it's just stuff it's weird just stuff 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 yeah it's hard to explain
1: dies when you
0: go
2: he breathes it in too much (laughs) yeah
0: you can't you suffocate basically it's just like a thick (laughs) cloud of stuff
1: where does he learn breath
0: control (laughs) (laughs) gotta get out of it there's a way to, to to fight it though
2: upon arriving to the overgrown forest array there's a lot of blue fog and also a bluish entangled vine-like growth in many spots that block certain paths and are immune to lightsaber attacks. What's
0: with the blue? Mm-hmm. It's okay.
2: A giant bird called a piassa that somehow doesn't have an entry in Wikipedia yet. Oh. Oh. S- similar to the Shio bird of Kashik. Got it. But it has more of a rhino horn. Okay. Instead of the two horns. Uh, yes. Uh... Has gotten on one of the buildings, and its leg is trapped in the overgrowth. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Also, Cal
2: encounters a mogu, the forest wampa.
0: It's
1: called a mogu?
2: Mogu. It's a swampa.
1: Yeah, they should have named it (laughs) swampa.
2: It's incredibly aggressive, and after slaying the beast, Cal finds a mechanical orb.
0: Or after having Andrew slay the beast, because you couldn't... I struggled. And then after this one, there's another. They're so much easier. I feel like they made this first oh. one like tough to beat to prove a point. Like, maybe you're not good enough for this game. Turn around now. But no, they don't know that I just
2: call if Andrew in. You're not
1: good enough. Get your son.
0: <laughs> I, and that's what I did. Call the boy.
2: Using the force to place the orb into a fixture, a beam of energy shoots out that burns away the blue vine entanglements. It also passes through and creates a safe path through the fog particles.
0: What? Oh. So you gotta like turn the beam to get to where you want to go and to burn the stuff. So
1: it burns through light but it doesn't burn through the hot-ass lightsaber that you have? No. It's
0: different. It's a different energy. It's It's a different vibe.
1: It's it's just a different vibe.
2: Working his way past the blue Cal comes across some imperial forces (laughs) and then comes up to a cliff Cal comes, sorry. <laughs> Cal comes across some imperial forces and then coming up to a cliff he finds a relter this creature looks like if a pterodactyl had fur and also the face of the lorax
1: <laughs> wait stop what
2: with the mustache yeah, yeah. yeah. oh I know uh, Cal approaches carefully and then sees a vision of himself and Seer arguing on the mantis. (gasps) She tells him that he can't fight out of some situations. He's a
1: punk bitch.
2: (laughs) And upon (laughs) returning to the real world, Cal is able to tame the realtor, allowing him to grab onto its legs and glide over the landscape. He does exactly that to reach the intersection of the array. After moving a beam, Cal frees the Piazza bird and makes it to the array. At the top of the array, Cal enters a rehabilitation chamber. Inside, BD powers up the array and Cal finds a large back to tank that he opens with the tuner. Inside is a (laughs) pale white humanoid man missing his right arm. Cal touches the glass and sees a vision of Tantalor. The man, named Dagangera, Gera, is welcoming (laughs) Santari Cree to the beautiful world. The ground and grass is white with pink and purple fauna and clear blue water. It's pretty. Cal follows them to a cliff with a view of a lone mountain where Dagon plans to build a temple. Time passes and we skip to the base of the temple where the two stand and wait for the council members inside to decide on the fate of Tantalor. One of the members being Apo Rancissus. <gasps> yeah ugly snake dude Dagen grows impatient mentioning that his duel with a Gendai didn't take nearly as long that'll that'll come in to, that'll, to remember that <laughs> <laughs> I can't this think of the a... slightly important <laughs> just then several ships exit hyperspace into the now dark and stormy sky Dagon tells K- Kree that to warn the others of the attack as he ignites his yellow lightsaber and then faces Cal. Oh. Dagon speaks to Cal through the vision to release him. Once Cal is back to the present, he sees Dagon's remaining hand has pressed up on the glass towards Cal.
1: Uh-huh. No!
2: <laughs> Releasing the man also revealed the Jedi's gold and ornate saber, which Cal grabs. Dagon asks if Cal is a Jedi, and Cal tells him that a Sith Lord corrupted the Republic, turning it into an Empire and destroying the Order. He offers the saber to Dagon and asks for help fighting the Empire. He rises to his feet, taking a saber and igniting the room yellow. He wants to return to Tantalor and walks back to the back to tank controls, telling Cal that he held off the invasion for as long as he could. Dagon uses the Force to disassemble his lightsaber, revealing the kyber crystal. He tells Cal that the Jedi Council gave the order to abandon Tantalor, mm. and that he's furious that they would give up on his discovery and expect him to as well.
1: Yellow, yellow is...
2: Yellow.
0: Yes.
1: But don't they all have a meaning? So, like yellow, it wasn't the guards of the Jedi Temple. It was like
0: yeah, they had yellow
2: back then. Was it the was enemy? just a color.
0: Okay, yeah. I was going to say was like... before. Yeah, it didn't mean anything really. Just it wasn't Sith.
2: Uh, we then see the Kyber crystal change from the bright yellow to an ominous red.
0: <gasps> yeah, it kind of bleeds it,
2: <clears throat> and I can stop there if we want.
0: Uh, do you want to stop there? Yeah. Okay. Um. So far, I believe I only needed your help twice.
1: I met Tuna and Turd Burglar <laughs> and Doug <Dimidome. laughs>
0: Um Yeah, Lauren's really taken some things away from this recap. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, I really did like this game. I liked it more than I liked the first one. I thought it was going to be longer. Yeah, but we don't have to go too far into that. We'll we'll deal more with that as you as you do the recap. Um, I am realizing that we might need more than five yeah. episodes to do this because it is kind of a big game. Um, you
1: just said you wished it was longer.
0: I, don't listen to me. Okay. I just host a podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> okay, so we will continue those. Um, every every so often whenever you've got your basically your notes are ready aren't they so we can pepper these in whenever okay good deal all right hopefully everyone is liking that i i always enjoy it um next episode we will finish our recap of rebels with season four um and then after that ahsoka guys (sighs) i'm so excited there's a solid chance I won't go to work that day.
1: Oh. Okay. There's a solid chance I will, but that's because one of the team leads listens to this podcast.
0: Well, (laughs) I'll probably go to work that night, but during the day.
1: Oh, okay. I don't have that option. Yeah.
0: It's good to be the boss. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to interact with the show, there are multiple ways to do that. Social media at The Force, of course, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Email at Uh, The Force of Course 77 at gmail.com. You can send us a message via carrier pigeon, whatever you want to do. Again, this has been The Force of Course, your bite sized Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Ted. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. And as always, play with your toys.